looking for the religion section. In the direction of this man. I'm, I'm Roko. You shouldn't be here. And he's looking around. Oh, why not? He might see you. He might see me talking to you. A creature emerges. You would recognize this as a basilisk. Don't look at it. Potentia, what are you doing? Not now, Meredith. <laughs> see, unfortunately for you, uh, you're talking to somebody who ran away from their problems. And that doesn't work. So, uh, don't have a choice. Here now. I guess we face this together. She kind of like opens one eye and goes, did I get it? Did I? Broco. <sighs> yeah, you, you got it. And now we continue. everyone and she like stands up and walks out how's everyone doing everyone okay feeling good anyone need need some help need some healing how are we all doing uh roko says just just step back from it for a second okay as little bits of blue fire start sputtering up over it and then almost instantly the whole basilisk is ablaze with this blue fire and then it disintegrates turning into ash and then the ash itself disappearing into like sparkles and vanishing completely. Oh, that that was Roku. They, something doesn't make sense here. Why was this thing following you? That's a a long, long story. The short version is, I think I might be cursed. Have you beat this thing before? Uh, yeah. It's well. It's been killed a couple times, but it'll be back. We're going to look to the others. Um, With that look that she probably has pulled once or twice before of the permission to have some time, um, because I want to detect magic on him, but I don't have it prepared. I have to do it as a ritual in order to do it today. Yeah. So. I think Meredith will nod. Um, I'm going to cast... To take magic while this conversation mm-hmm. is going on on okay. him. H- how yeah. did you become cursed? I don't. I don't really know. It's it's very. Just one day, I was I was going about my business, in the the mage tower that I was training in. And. This this basilisk appeared. Ever since that moment, I have been haunted by it. Oh, in, mate, in one I'm so form sorry. Or another, it always follows me. It never hurts me, hmm. but it hurts those around me. Oh, that sounds awful. Do you have any idea who would do something like that to you? I I don't know anyone who would want to do this to me, and I don't know any. Well. What were you working on at the time then? Maybe it was something you got into accidentally? I, I was just just my studies. I I was 
just practicing my evocation. I wasn't doing anything mm. dangerous like this. I I don't even know how something like a, a basilisk, while it is a, a magical monster, it it does it doesn't reincarnate like a phoenix. This is I don't know what this is but sometimes in my dreams it comes to me and it is always the same creature an enormous basilisk bigger than any any basilisk any creature i've ever seen hmm how long do you have before it comes back sometimes a week sometimes a month Mm-hmm. It's hard to say. You should all be safe for now, but I... For your own safety, I, I think you should stay away from me. Well, give it a moment. I mean, you've got some time to sit down and we've got some food to share. Um, Meredith, like, reaches into a pocket and pulls out a trail mix kind of thing. He's like, here, have some of this. And Harold, do you have some water we can give him? Um, yes, yes, of course. Uh... Have you ever have you ever been to see um, like a cleric or something like that? I know that sometimes they actually have the power to uh, remove a curse if one finds themselves in such a predicament. Um, I have once or twice, but the basilisk doesn't like it. Doesn't like me doing that, and. I can't see more people turned to stone or poisoned by its... I just... Oh. For the most part, I avoid people and cities like this, but I heard that there are some books in this library mm. that might be able to help me, so I I came here to, to find them. Well, we're looking as well. Maybe we can look together for a little bit. You mean you don't have to worry about us getting hurt um, at the moment? And even if it does come back, you can see that we've proved ourselves more than capable of taking care of it for you and with you. Yes, but now it knows you and it's not going to give you a chance next time it sees you. It's okay. Can I um? Can I use my crazy persuasion just to like persuade him to yeah, you can roll for a persuasion. little bit? Yeah. So I'm going to roll a persuasion. Oh, gosh. Oh, hang on. I'm lucky. I can re-roll. Hey. Oh, no, that- Wait. No, that was a seven. I thought it was a one. Uh. Um, but I still got 16. <laughs> uh, yeah, you managed to calm him down and uh, he decides to, to stay and had sit with her, sit with you for a light meal. Yeah, so we all sit together. Can we have a short rest? Uh, yes. Before that short rest finishes, Potentia's yeah. mm-hmm. detect magic is going to finish. Uh, let me just make sure I'm getting the reading of detect magic. Do you magic. want me to tell you what it says explicitly? So what it says is, I, I, it's a faint aura around any visible creature or object. The area, sorry, in the area that bears magic, and you learn its school of magic, if any, within thirty feet of me. So that's technically any books as well. Um, penetrating most barriers, but is blocked by stone, metal, lead, mm. wood, or dirt. Um. So so Roko, he has a minor magical aura mm-hmm. like all people with magic do as she, as she looks become... down at her own hand and goes yep good to know still there um <laughs> uh he has some gloves which appear to be enchanted school you, of enchantment you, school of conjuration fun 
Hey, buddy. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, on, on 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 the on the gloves he's wearing. Yeah. Um, but apart from that, he doesn't have anything unusual about him magically. Okay. Uh, and can I just, because I'm here and we're having a rest and everyone's sitting around, can I just take a general glance over the other two? Just more specifically, I also want to have a glance at the two books that we have picked up along the way while we're here. Uh, so Harold and Meredith both have their own little magical mm. glows as casters. It's not something that really stands out, but it's enough that you can like, like a little, like a, um, because it's like a, a detect, it's like a sense. Yeah. It's not really a vision as much. If you remember an old CRT, like the static you got from it, yeah. as you got close to it, that's that static fuzz. That's the kind of feel you get from, from casters. Yeah. It doesn't shine brightly the way a magic item does. Mm-hmm. I mean, Meredith's cloak, cloak uh, magic. I, I'm going to skip over everyone's magical gear. Sorry, the... just to be clear, everyone's magical gear that I don't know about? Because uh, if ah. anyone's got magical gear that I don't know about, not anymore, they don't. <laughs> uh, if you would prefer, Ben, you can just send me a list, uh, if that's easier. <laughs> I um, won't, I, well, all I'll know is the school and the that it exists. I don't know what it is or does. Um, Harold has something in his bag which has a glow to it. Mm-hmm. Uh something orb-shaped. His sword does not have a glow to it at all. Okay. Uh, as it is currently in its scabbard. Does the scabbard therefore, though? Because, like, with the scab... Does the scabbard, if it's... No, the scabbard is an anti-magic So thing. it would it would basically repel his static, and I'd be like, hmm, that's weird. Yeah, there would be, like, a, a blank bit yeah. around the sword, yeah. uh, the, the scabbard. Um... I don't think I have anything else. There's that candle she has. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not sure if you had that with you. I I kind of no. Imagine... That's in my room. Yeah. Okay. But I yeah. knew that that was magic. Like Kate, the player knows that that's magic anyway. I just haven't yeah. ever looked at it. But apart from that, nothing else. Does Meredith have? A, does Meredith use a component pouch to cast? Or does she use a like her loot or something? Because as a you still need a. I think she uses an instrument, which is a focus. Yeah. yeah. My veal. So your veal would yeah. be nice and shiny cool my bag i know would light up like a christmas tree so that's fine yes <laughs> yeah and obviously like your spell book lights up yeah um as do the beans that are in my bag as do a whole bunch of other random yeah you're like the you, you're the you're the person carrying the, the most magical yeah, um but the two books yeah. the five laws of necro warfare and van richten's guide to ravenloft do not light up as magical um you said I assume that even though I'm casting, I can vaguely so you've, over here. So you've probably, I, I say as well, probably in your life, you've maybe encountered a few people who have been cursed. Mm. I was going to say travel and stuff. And a, a curse is a spell effect on somebody. Yes. So hang on. Does that mean that... It has a, it has a duration of permanent, I think. Does mm. that not mean that it would show up, though? Yes, there would be yes, an abjuration or some type of yes so they the would... fact that i can't see something so he's not been cursed would mean the fact that you can't see something that would would indicate to you that he is not actually cursed okay he does not he does not have the like bestow curse or yeah. equivalent yeah and there's no magic him. item that i can see on him that there that would be like 
there's no item that would magically be being like, oh, that's a thing that I'm... Huh. Yeah, ju- like just his, his gloves are the only item he has, but... Does he have yeah. a spell focus? Not that you can see. Okay. Um, it is odd because he just cast with nothing, then? Hey folks, Ross here. Thank you so much for listening to this latest episode of Dungeons and Doctorates. If you enjoy the show, why not recommend the podcast to a friend? It really helps us grow our audience. If you have questions for our cast about the show or a submission for a mid-show message, head over to dndoctorates.com. That's dndoctorates.com. You can also help support the show by checking out our sweet merch over at merch.dndoctorates.com. And now, back to the action. Give me a arcana check. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. Are you telling me the wizard can't tell when someone's casting with spell components versus spell focus? Give me an arcana check. <laughs> that is a 23. Yeah. Uh, you've <laughs> These gloves yeah. are something you've, you've probably encountered. Yeah. Um, they're like, like item storing gloves. Right. So they're effectively a component pouch of glove form right um you like replaying the fight in your head yeah. you probably saw him conjure his book out of the glove yeah. they can each hold one item yeah um they are sometimes in more nefarious hands called like gloves thieves of holding gloves <laughs> gloves of like thieves gloves or gloves of holding, gloves of holding yeah. they can they can each hold one item and one of them holds his spell book and the other holds a wand cool that's that okay. right. I feel like it's the kind of stuff that she would pay attention to if she's staring at him trying not to look at um mm-hmm. the okay. basilisk anyway. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So that makes sense. I was like, but he's a wizard though. <laughs> How did yeah. you do that? But he he just appears conscious yeah. them, looks at the book, casts the spell, yeah. and then disappears. Yeah. Um in which case before she'd just be like, So, um, you said you think you're why do you think you're cursed? Exactly? Uh well that's I mean what else could it be? He's being followed by a basilisk. Is he though? I'm being I'm being hunted or haunted by this creature that mm. keeps coming back after it's been killed. Um I I I given that previously Harold had already hypothesized mm-hmm. that this basilisk possibly actually was Essentially, like a f- like a, a manifestation of his own thoughts, Harold is going to say, "Tell me, Roko. Prior to this incident, did you have many friends?" I, I had I had a, a couple. I mean, I wasn't the most popular person. Can um can Meredith throw one of her sultanas at Harold? <laughs> yeah, it hits him square in the forehead. It's just, you know, it's very odd that, as you say, you don't think that anybody would have a reason to uh, to want to curse you. And, you know, normally, normally when one, you know, bestows a curse upon someone, they're trying to punish them in some way. And you don't strike me as the kind of person who would, you know... Uh, catch the ire of someone in, in such a way. It's it's a very drastic thing to have happen to someone. Um, uh, Are you suggesting that this is not a curse, but a, a blessing? No, I, I'm not suggesting it's a blessing at all, but I... 
I, I find it very interesting that it very specifically is trying to prevent you from getting close to other people. I mean, yeah, I mean it, that it, is it, odd, but there's got to be a better way to ask that, Harold. I suppose it has protected me a couple times. Have you been hurt in the past by relationships? Who hasn't? Uh, Potentia's just going to message Harold. Like, this conversation would be happening and she's just going to message, like, there's no curse on him. Yes, I suspected as much. Mm. You you had a no one special in your life before this? Um, no. Yeah, I hope you're not suggesting the Basilisk is someone special in my life. No, no, not at all. Quite the opposite, in fact. It's... It, I just something something here, Roko, doesn't make sense, and I I apologize for for probing, but this is a very un- unusual curse, you know. Um, what exactly is it you said you were studying? Evocation. I'm vocation wizard. I'm an evoker, I suppose would be the term. Evocationist. Evocator. Hang on, Harold, are you saying that he cr- might have created the Basilisk? I think potentially that is what is happening, yes. it, it It's very interesting that it seemed to get closer the more paranoid you were that you were being followed. I mean, it got closer because you were getting closer to me. And then because it was getting closer, I was getting worried. That's a cyclical argument there, Roko. It's protecting you. It's tied to you, but not in the way that you think. It's not a curse. Your emotions are controlling the basilisk. Roko, one wizard to another. Can I look at your spellbook? He looks at you and he, there's this look of, like, confusion and something else. Something you would know as a wizard to be, like, distrust mm-hmm. of, an, of another wizard to see another person, another wizard's spellbook. I'm not looking to find out anything about you i'm wondering whether a combination of spells that you were working on have caused something that appears to you like a curse to others like something else but the only way i can know that is to know what you know i i mean i i guess i guess you could look at it but only for a few minutes i'm i'm not going to copy anything from it should i will hand my bag like her bag she's going to hand to uh, Meredith, her spellbook lives on her mm-hmm. hip, but mm-hmm. like it's not. She's not holding quill or anything. It's just mm-hmm. Meredith is going to look at him and put an arm, her hand on his arm, and say, "You can trust us. It's okay." And I'm, I'm going to roll persuasion. I'm an academic, Roko. I'm an academic. I'm just trying to help. Uh, Meredith rolled thirteen. Eh. Okay. Um, Potential. Also, give me a persuasion roll, please. See if my lucky sparkly dice is going to be lucky today. Six. <laughs> I have a plus four, dude. So that's um. I think dice I think given the situation, I'll let I'll let potential roll with advantage, because wizard to wizard, this is a very like. Yeah, and Meredith is helping. Seventeen. Okay. Okay. You can okay. sit with me. We can we can look through it together. I don't need. I don't. Uh, that, like he 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 closes his arms, crosses his arms. 
it's like watching someone read an assignment that you've just written consider me a proofreader not someone who's assessing your work okay and he will in his left hand conjure his spell book which is uh, it's a smaller book than yours potential yeah um be leather bound in probably a, a similar hue of like blue leather to the, mm. the the clothes he's wearing okay um he hesitantly passes his book to you uh and as he does she's just gonna say those gloves i need to know where you got those gloves those gloves are cool and i need some because <laughs> they are though i've i've had these they were a, a gift from my parents before I attended the academy. Very cool. Uh, going away present. Yeah. Um, so she's just going to literally sit to one side and just start looking to see if there are... Uh, he He's going to be sitting uh, across from you, mm-hmm. keeping a very close eye on you. Um, but also trying very strongly like not to meet your gaze he's kind of like he's keeping an eye on you he doesn't want to be looking at your face while you read his book Mm -hmm. um while we're waiting you guys are we are we in the religion section uh you are currently in a section on festivals and holidays Mm. so you might be getting close holy days yeah while potentia's um reading that book i'll uh, say Okay, how did your parents feel about you going away to uh, to become a wizard? They were thrilled. They when I when they discovered that I had um, an arcane ability, um, I mean, I don't think mother was happy with me spontaneously setting fire to a few things in the home, um, as, as any young child with the ability to cast a few cantrips might do no i suppose not laughs to herself (laughs) um but they were they were very pleased to to have someone and they you know i i think as an adult now i know how much entrance into a a wizard academy costs and it must have been almost all their money to send me away to that school but you know they a wizard in the family they couldn't have been prouder hmm they particularly protective of you growing up yeah uh, I you know spent a lot of time indoors reading and, and studying playing with mother it's a dangerous world out there hmm potential yeah give me a investigation check 25 as you have started to make your way through this book as as I've mentioned previously, wizards sort of encode their spell books. Yeah. So it's every wizard writes their spells differently. Um, the manner in which they they describe how to cast spells is different, and it's almost written in shorthand for every every spell. Yeah. But there is something about spell books that is almost universal for all wizards, which is spells take up space in a spell book. Yeah. And. The amount of space is roughly the spell level of that spell. Yeah. There aren't enough pages written in in this book. Okay. You saw him cast Lightning Bolt. You know that is a third level spell. Yeah. 
you know roughly how strong he needs to be of a wizard to cast that spell you know roughly how many spells there should be in a book of a wizard of that caliber yeah there aren't enough spells in In this this book. book yeah like i and i would know that because my book has too many spells for a wizard of my level because i've bought spells so i know that i have too many the amount of spells in this book would probably equate to maybe a a level three like metagame a level three character yeah so someone who is maybe undergraduate level like someone who has picked their specialization but but only just only just and a third level spell is like a six level a fifth or sixth level caster yeah there are not enough spells in this book um you would probably see her pulling faces at the book at this point if either of harold or meredith are looking at what she's doing uh well i think harold has a high enough passive that like he's just aware of things around him uh, but he is also talking to roko who is yeah. actively not looking at you mm-hmm. i don't know if meredith is paying attention to whom or what that's kind of why i said what i said so. um meredith is is having a look at the book at the books on the shelf okay so not okay. paying attention to what i'm doing okay no i don't think so Hey, it's Ben, your friendly Dungeons & Doctorates DM here, reminding you once again to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and to use the hashtag DNDoctorates when you talk about the show. If you do, I'll probably see it, and I might use your name as the inspiration for an NPC in the future. Just tweet about the show using the hashtag DNDoctorates, and maybe you'll turn into a future NPC. If you would like one of the cast of the show, or one of our characters, to read out a message on the show during these mid-show messages, you can find the form to fill out on our link tree, which you can find on all our social media, or via the link on the website dndoctorates.com. Just fill out that form, and then one of us can deliver a message for you. Did you know that we have merchandise? That's right. If you go to merch.dndoctorates.com, you can find all the cool merchandise we have. We've got the Pharaoh Masters University shield with its logo. We've got GoCubes. Hashtag GoCubes. You can get them on shirts and jumpers and hoodies and tote bags and mugs and just all kinds of things. And all the money goes back into the show to pay artists and hosting fees all those kinds of things Uh, and if you buy anything take a photo and share it on social media and then we'll see it and we love seeing you all wearing our merch and showing it off and representing the show wherever you are it gives us a huge buzz to see that thank you everybody who has been tweeting about the show it means a lot to all of us we love interacting with all of you on social media so you know give us a shout out the next episode of the show is coming out thursday the 9th of september so keep an eye out for that i'm not going to hold us up any longer let's get back to the episode right now roko yes question um mm-hmm. you cast like what to me looked like lightning bolt before um yes and he, he looks down the the aisle to see that that fire has in fact gone out and just left a scorch on the yeah. the shelf um 
how long have you been I know this how how long have you been out of your magic academy for? Um it's been quite a few years. Um Roko would look to be probably like late thirties to early forties, I would say. That means nothing to Potentia because she doesn't know how old people look as, because as a human. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's um, true. Okay, I just do you do you choose to have a shorter list of spells available to you than normal? Um Well what do you mean? And he as he picks up the he goes to take the book from your hand. Yeah. Do you let him pick the book up? No, I, I just I, I sort of just I don't stop him as in I don't like slam the book down, but I just sort of hold my hand up like, no, I need I'm still reading, like because I'm pointing like I'm pointing it like because that's sort of like I'm about to say something, but I don't say anything that like mm-hmm. it's just um your your spell list that I can see anyway looks shorter than I would expect for someone who can cast a spell like that. That's all. Not not a judgment, just a a curiosity. I don't know how to respond to that. Okay, um well if you'll let me open my spell book I can show you what I mean. Um Okay. So basically she's just gonna get the two like put the two spell books next to each other and show him how many pages her spell book takes up. And then like close so not not like enough to let him read any of it, but that sort of like you can see how many pages are written on. So that, and I'm not by any stretch an experienced wizard who went to great lengths to expand my spell book or anything, so I'm just confused. I don't know what to say. Hmm. I mean, I I know it's in here. Um, he goes to take the book once again, his spell book. She, she's going to spin it around so he can look at it, but so that it's still on the floor, because like she's placed it on the floor in front of her between the two of them. So that he can't take it. So she doesn't want him to take it. She wants to be able to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, as he flicks through the pages, pages that you knew to be blank potential, mm-hmm. there is writing on those pages now. And the writing also, give me an investigation roll, please. Uh, with advantage, because you've been studying this thing. So glad you said with advantage. Investigation, you said? Yes. 16. That first roll was a nat one. So I'm really glad you said with advantage, because like... The the handwriting... Is different. On is Yeah, is different. Yeah. Okay, um... But this this is this is my spell book. Um here. And he points. This the these are the pages for lightning bolt. Um Potentia's just gonna look at specifically at Harold because she's gonna cast message, and depending on Harold's response will potentially tell like cast the exact same message to Meredith. Of just being like, those pages were blank and they're not, and there's two sets of handwriting. Hmm. I mean, I've heard of. Um, is this sorry? Is this a message back or is this yes, a, a verbal message, back? Yeah. I mean, I've I've heard of like s- sometimes greater powers granting bits of their magic to people, but as a wizard, you scribe your own spell book, Harold. 
Um, she's going to send the, the first initial message that she sent Harold. She's now going to flick across to Meredith, which was, um, there's two different sets of handwriting. Meredith kind of looks at her and goes, oh, okay. She doesn't understand. And I don't understand <laughs> cool. what that means. All right. Um, Roko, just a, just a question. Um, when you left the Magic Academy, because I can, my guess, Ben, is that the length of the ones that are in there that would be appropriate length for someone who's about to graduate a Magic Academy is in one handwriting. Mm-hmm. And now he's, when he's flicking further, it's in another. It's about like the level at which, to meta for a second, like the skill level. Yeah, that looks about right. Okay. Did anything happen to you when you left your Magic Academy, Roko? Well, I I began specializing, okay. and then was a cursed by this this basilisk, and then I I left the academy. So you were cursed while you were at the academy, or to your understanding? Yes. Okay. I had to unfortunately suspend my formal schooling. Right. Um. She's just gonna glance her eyes at Harold and just message. Something happened when he left that magic academy, and I don't know what it is, and I don't know that I can ask. And he's he's now glancing between you, Potentia, and Harold. I'm just wondering because it's it's it just seems like there's a, a shift in your in your spellbook and you know, could be anything. You could have hurt your hand, it could have been anything. I just it just I just noticed the shift, that's all. Oh. He picks up the spellbook off the ground and begins flicking through it. Back back and like back to the start and then through the book. I I guess maybe. Just Maybe a little. The handwriting between, say, Firebolt, which she would probably recognize regardless of shorthand because that's one she's. I don't know able... if you can't. I don't know if Firebolt has a. I think it's a cantrip, cantrip, so it's it is. But I think technically your cantrips still exist in your spellbook because you can buy them. Mm, they do. So they, they still are... exist in your spell. Yeah. I can't cast yeah. spells without. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So, I think it's one of those things where like it's such a simple thing mm-hmm. that she also uses so she would be able to yeah. recognize kind of regardless of the shorthand um like the handwriting between that and what you just showed me is lightning bolt is would i be fair in saying substantially different ben yes is substantially different like it's written by well i mean i was i was barely a child i, I, I mean i was an adolescent i suppose when i when i wrote this one down and was much older when i wrote this one my, my my penmanship has just changed. That's that's all that happened, I'm sure. And he seems confused. He looks like he genuinely is now learning information for the first time. I I understand that this is new news to you. I can t- I can tell, but I just I don't want you to think that I'm trying to push any boundaries. I'm not. I'm I'm trying to understand so that you can understand. I'm sorry. If this is t- too much, Potentia, give me a intelligence check, please. Flat intelligence. Flat intelligence. Uh, thirteen. While very different, due to a number of factors, his spellbook reminds you of another spellbook you've seen. Mm-hmm. Nora's spellbook. Mm-hmm. Okay. They they are both different, but there's a lot of similarities that you're like remembering between Nora's spellbook and Roko's spellbook which just FYI is what I was trying to 
say in universe about powers granting bits of their power to people before but in the way that Harold would understand it yeah and in the way that potential probably wouldn't pick up so that's fun um Roka, you said you have a couple of friends or had a couple of friends it's mostly just been me for a while mm-hmm. no one in the city no i i mostly avoid civilization if i can but you like a library well i i do like libraries but i was here looking for hopefully some information to try and learn something about this basilisk hmm. i think if i understand how this library is laid out and i think i might be understanding there's a religious section over there that's where i'm heading meredith's ears prick up at that and she's like oh well that's where we need to go thank you i was like please pick up on that because that's what i want you to do <laughs> <laughs> how about we um we all go there together sure okay yeah uh the spell book disappears into his left hand potential's gonna pick up her spell book off the floor and like re-strap it to her own hip mm-hmm. uh and i assume that Meredith and he are probably going to start heading off in the direction of religion. Yeah. Pretty quickly. Yep. So she's just going to sort of turn and whisper to Harold, I don't like this, but I don't understand. The the book's too short. But it's not there, but it's there, but what? Potentia, have you ever heard of um, some people like yourself uh, use books and study to, to to gain power um you know meredith derives her power from uh performance uh myself uh you know nature and the stars just sort of uh i suppose i have an understanding of them Mm. some people's power comes from somewhere else you know it's sort of granted to them by someone of much higher power than themselves. I've heard of all sorts of otherworldly beings and sometimes, you know, even very powerful creatures. Well, I was going to say your, sis- your sister would be one of that particular ilk, would you not? Well, her, her, her it, it's not quite. Her, her power comes from dedication, right? So... The, the 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 power of faith and dedication is sort of where she gains strength but often people can make pacts with powerful beings to gain certain powers and sometimes that people seek out that power um i've heard of people who they gained this power by a powerful being taking interest in them maybe this basilisk for some reason took an interest in Roko here but part of this pact is that they live this more solitary life. I, I don't understand the reasons why such a being would want to do such a thing but it certainly makes sense for what you're saying with the this sudden shift in the spell book. They're clearly powers well beyond the skills of Roko. Perhaps they're granted from sort of I don't know, patron. Uh, um, but, but he, he has a spell book. He doesn't need a spell book if that's the case. I mean, maybe he started out, uh, that way, but I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know that much about this. I only know 
you know, from adventuring journals and that kind of thing and stories. But uh, who knows how a, a patron may manifest their power. I mean, perhaps this is just their way. I mean, if if this creature took interest in Roku but doesn't necessarily want Roku to realise it, what better way to disguise it than to use the spell book? I mean, Roku may have no idea. Um, that just sort of sits with Potentia, and I don't know that she says anything much more while they walk to wherever religion is. <laughs> 